And good evening, everyone. Welcome to the CEO Live Briefing. They get more exciting every, every day, every week. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't do it every day. I would not have a life. But um, lots of exciting things happening, and there's never a lack of news. So while people are joining us, I'm going to go ahead and do the minor stuff, the, uh, the routine stuff. Of course, water is a new gold, and um, it is really proving to be a market that does better than inflation uh, consistently, and that is very important for these days. July 8th and briefing number 118. Recuerda, puedes escuchar en español. And so at the bottom of your dialogue, Zoom dialogue, there's a globe, and you can listen in Spanish if you like. All right, Safe Harbor Statement, as usual, we do our very best to tell you like it is, and um, we will correct it when we find out better. All right, now um, we have a, we've had a challenge with crypto and it really comes down to not really crypto. It's not about crypto. It's about how do we handle important water issues in the world? One company can't do everything. We think that water on demand is gonna have huge effects, but it's a big world and there's big problems. And you know, 6,000 kids a day, more people dying from, from water than war. These are things that are well beyond a single company. And so you really need a community platform. What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna recap some of our efforts which led us to this realization. And Ron says, good evening, everyone. And good evening to you, sir. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead into uh, video mode and I'm gonna play something that what appeared on RT, Russian television, back in 2018. Our mission. I apologize. This was not the, um, the th that will appear later. This is a reel that's been produced for the media. Here we go. Our mission is to bring water into the digital world, and we've been working on this for a long time. Two thousand eighteen was an amazing year because it's really when cryptocurrency started to break out, and we saw that there could be a potential business application. And so I saw a chance to essentially encode water into a currency that could then be used. We launched this process and I started going to different conferences. There was a, a decentralized conference in Silicon Valley, D10E, that was very important. The world will run out of water. There'll be 40% more demand for water than there is supply just 12 years from now. Half of the world's citizens will live in water-stressed areas. And by the way, if you think you're in the Midwest, you got a lot of water, think again. The Ogallala Aquifer is running dry. And I was able to express this concept of decentralized funding of water. It culminated in this week called Restart Week at, at Puerto Rico, where literally three different conferences happened in one week. And I said, you know, how do you get your water? Water is not a problem. Yeah, but is the water free of toxins? He says, no, the pharmacies, the pharmas are messing up the aquifer. And this is a fact, not just in Puerto Rico, but everywhere. 80% of all water in the world is not treated. It just runs into the ocean. So a trillion dollar water industry should be a $5 trillion water industry. 
and we aim to speed that up. Water chain is going to enable this megatrend by funding next generation treatment systems. What was happening though in the background was that one of crypto's pullbacks was happening. And what we now know as crypto winter of 2018. And eventually we had, you know what? Um, the market's against us. We're just gonna have to chill. We arrive at 2020. The economy is cooling down, no question about it. We see this, this uh, coronavirus business. And we finally spotted. What we're seeing here is a shift to service. The real reason why the water industry doesn't go anywhere really. We are investing now in a capability to deploy a water service network. And it has to do with the money supply. If you feed money in the front end, then things happen on the back end, right? You're, you, you go from being a salesman to being a white knight because, hey, here, don't worry about the funding, it's taken care of, just sign here. And then that brought us to this opportunity to bring back the crypto. We feel that it's imperative that we create a water coin for the world. What we're generally seeing is the rapid launch of coins that have the potential for benefiting a community. And this community would be very interested in what, what can we do to help water. Brown water in Compton, lead-filled water in Flint, uh, toxic water in South Bend, bad water in wells in Africa, all of that. We can then take one of these tokens, wrap it around in a unique wrapper, and it can represent the money streams from a particular water system. It's really become our mission to bring water into the digital world through this strategy. So that gives you the story that we're telling now. This is the current um, backgrounder that we've been circulating to the media. So now, um, you know, what does that mean in terms of, um, let's try to get past this. There we go. Mission is to Apparently, there's, there we go. So what were the previous efforts? I'm gonna go into um, text mode so you guys can see this better. Um, and uh, turn off the video optimization, which, um, there we go. So as you saw part of the video there, um, in fact, I'll play the whole video from RT. It'll give you kind of some, some context of what was happening in 2018. Here we go. Um, uh, that means I have to actually go back to the video optimization. I think we need a, a feature, a feature in Zoom that lets this thing be toggled easier. All right, here we go. Blockchain cryptocurrencies are becoming increasingly important to relief efforts in Puerto Rico, where 100,000 people are still without power following 2017's Hurricane Maria. Uh, today, Puerto Rico was set to receive $25,000 from Bitcoin entrepreneurs. RT's Miguel Francis Santiago spoke with some of these innovators. Puerto Rico has received an influx of blockchain innovators who pledged to transform the region after Hurricane Maria's devastating damage. What I'm hoping happens is lots of people come to Puerto Rico and they take a look around. Wow, this place is beautiful. These people are amazing. They're so nice. It's so There's so much culture. It's so beautiful here. Why is it that, it, that things are so difficult? Why are, why are there such struggles? Maybe I can make a difference. Maybe I can help with this. The ethos of three consecutive conferences, the D10E, Blockchain Unbound, and Coin Agenda, were all working together to build a community of the future and give back to the people of Puerto Rico. Today we're going to install a, a five different solar, uh, solar setups to bring power to homes. 
water chain stems from a 10-year-old incorporated company and is going into blockchain to decentralize water by creating a system of sensors automating water treatment and recycling process. It chose Puerto Rico and teamed up with Restart Week for its first system implementation. What's the country that recycles the most water? You tell me. Israel, <laughs> of course. 80% recycling rate. The next one down in the world is Spain with 20%. Where is the U.S.? 1%. Here's the worst part of it. 80% of all water in the world is not treated. It just runs into the ocean. So a trillion dollar water industry should be a $5 trillion water industry, and we aim to speed that up. What happened with Flint? Is that a part of that problem? It's a part of the problem because the water infrastructure in the U.S. is literally falling apart. It's old. And what's happening is forced decentralization, where the, the towns and municipalities are telling the users, you clean your own water. Well, I see that as an opportunity because we can get those users to adopt the very best technologies and reuse their water. Now, long before we build that, we want to get to work right away here in Puerto Rico. We're not going to wait to build all this structure. We're just going to go ahead and use some of the early investment to literally put shovels in the ground and build a system right here, right now, this year. More or less all my talks are on operate with integrity, do no harm, remember that you're building community. Stay tuned for more Building the Future in Puerto Rico with Wesley Snipes, Max Kaiser, Miko Matsumura, Crystal Rose, and much more. Only on the Cryptorium on RT. So that was very interesting what was going on in 2018. So what happened? What, what came of all this? What, where are we today and why? And what lessons have we learned from all this? And why is today different? That is really the topic of today's uh, presentation and also the discussion we'll have a little bit later with um, my friends Ivan Anz and Ken Berenger. So we had this 2018 Puerto Rico Restart Week and um, we ran smack, as the video said, we ran smack into the, the um, crypto winter at the time, but it still was not perfect. And I'll tell you why. There's a specific thing that's grown in the last three years that's very important. Let's move on to the next thing that occurred. Our, you know, American Renewable Energy Day, 2019, <clears throat> Aspen, Colorado, beautiful place. Uh, lots of people. There was, uh, there was a presidential candidate there. There was all kinds of stuff and uh, some wonderful people. Um, and we wanted to do something about the state of affairs in Compton. So what happened? What, what, you know, where did we go? What lessons did we learn? There we are with some of the, the people that, that uh, are so, were so cool that I was, we were on, literally on TV <laughs> from Aspen. But what we learned was that um, when you try and do things as a centralized entity, you run into trouble. And that is really what we learned. So um, we, we therefore come to the concept of community governance, right? Community governance token is a decentralized financial vehicle. Now, we're not talking about what Origin Clear is going to do to optimize payments for its water systems. That is the $H2O token, which we've <clears throat> talked about for a long time, and it remains a central part of our strategy. But this is the wider thing. Because I can't tell you how often people tell me, Riggs, what can you do about Flint or Chad or you name it, right? And the fact is, is that one company can't do it all, but a world community can. So 
the structure is that, that this token is designed to pay hold as a reward for holding. It's a store of value and it can be used to fund projects that um, are brought forth by the board. Now, what is this board? That's the important part. What, you know, it all comes down to who's running the thing. <clears throat> all right. It's called a decentralized autonomous organization. It is a digital entity of the um, most capitalized um, members of the governance token. And so the members of the DAO, this decentralized autonomous organization is beyond the reach of, of anyone. It's really um, something that is worked out um, by these proposals that then go to the community at, at large. And there is, it's all done in the interest of the token holders, which is hopefully a lot of people. So uh, Wyoming just re uh, recognized a very important DAO. Um, and they, it says here that DAOs are a newer form of organization that relies on system smart contracts and technologically enforced rules. So it kind of all happens automatically. So it does not operate at the whims and fancies of the top brass, but instead rewards contributors directly for their work as the DAO meets its community governed goals. Um, and in this article here about Wyoming, which is really in the, in the lead on crypto, <clears throat> is uh, the CEO of um, this DAO, this particular DAO. Um, let's take a look at this, this article, in fact. Here we go. This is a DAO called American Crypto Fed. And it's a way, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a way to um, operate basically coins. One coin is uh, a stable coin for daily transactions and store of value. And the other one is um, what's called a governance token. So there, it's interesting. I'm not gonna get into the details of it, but the point I'm making is that this is the kind of thing that is coming to being. And this is the structure that the world is starting to understand is going to make the transformation happen. And what's great is that this is not going to require Origin Clear to go off on a tangent like we did in with Waterchain. Waterchain was incredibly, um, you know, wasteful for us. We don't have to worry about that because once launched, this thing runs itself. So, you know, our conclusion is this is how we can make change happen in the world while also building our business. With that, I'm going to um, welcome Ivan and. Ken Berenger, Ivan Ansolovich and Ken Berenger. Uh, and this was last Thursday. Um, we had on 1 July, we had um, an event in Puerto Rico. And there's Ken and Mr. Ivan. How are you, my friend? Very good, very good. So um, interesting stuff about this DAO, huh? Very interesting, very yeah. interesting. I was. I, as soon as I heard about it, I started sharing it with my friends in, in Puerto Rico also, and they started to blow away. They didn't know that this was happening. And you are such a visionary, Rick. You knew about this like three years ago before. Amazing. Well, the thing I didn't know about, which really didn't even really exist at the time, was this DAO, right? So I think the DAO is the missing element because it enables independent governance. I don't want to be running a crypto. 
we have water to clean. Right. Right. So we, we need to set up our water as a service and and get, um, you know, businesses in America and the world treating their own water and setting up the payment streams, all these amazing things we've been talking about. Now, we need a we need an infrastructure of this community because that is going to be sort of carrier wave. It's going to be the carrier wave for the rest of it. But I don't want to run it. And this is a beautiful thing that way. So guys, tell me about what, how did it go in, uh, in Puerto Rico? Well, I'll let, I'll, I'll let Ivan start uh, and I, I'll just, uh, I'll chime in at the end like I usually do, so. Okay, okay. So we, uh, Ken uh, flew to Puerto Rico and um, I am part of a community that has a lot of high net worth individuals in uh, living in Puerto Rico. And so an event was organized in a house of one of these high net worth individuals and 58 people came in. So we did a whole presentation on philanthropy investors and all our story and with housing philanthropy investing. And then we selected the majority of time at the end of the presentation, which was like 20 minutes or so only on water philanthropy investing and origin clear and so on. And three speakers were there. And from the three speakers, our show was the one that attracted the most amount of questions. Oh my God. Then I do the presentation, then Ken speaks a little bit. I, I pass the microphone to him, but then questions and questions and questions. And instead of, instead of going and eating the food that was phenomenal food in the back, these questions and questions for Ken and more questions for Ken and more questions for Ken. And you know, it was great that Ken was there because otherwise I was needed to be, you know, I, I would put in touch with Ken, but he answered the questions right away. So it showed the most amount of interest of the of the three uh, of the three speakers. Also, another observation um, in a relatively small group of people, like you said, maybe fifty, very sophisticated people, people who got it, people when we discuss the water on demand and how that essentially does to water what, you know, it's the old thing, does to water what cell phones did to telecom. Tons of heads nodding, you know, they, um, I've always, you know, doing this for so many years, I always tell you, you can tell whether a person gets it by the questions they ask, mm. you know, and these were all the really smart questions, usually that I would get after kind of laying out the entire vision. We didn't get it. We didn't get a chance to do that, by the way. We, we, we touched on some key points, you know, that we kind of, you know, kind of flew over the top of what we do. But the questions were much deeper than even the material we covered, which indicates it was a really, really smart, very sophisticated office uh, um, uh, audience, rather. Was their focus more on the water business or crypto or both? What was the proportion? I, I would say, well, first there was, well, how does it work? Tell me, tell me how this is going to change the world, right? That, the first question. And then it was, so how big of a business? They were really looking at it as a, as a total industry right? Mm -hmm. How this would disrupt this gigantic industry. And when I, when I described that the crypto was simply a lattice work, it was like you said, a carrier wave, right? It was this lattice that was going to lay over an existing functional business that would have operated five years ago, simply through ACH and PayPal, 
right? Right. And it would have been, there'd have been a million mistakes and people would still be sending invoices and all that stuff. So um, because these people were so sophisticated in the understand, basic understanding of crypto, they understood that once smart contract technologies popped in, this was going to take something that would literally acquire a series, a whole team of full-time employees to manage, right? Your accounts receivable department, that, that right. goes away. That it goes, that goes away. And, you know, you could see eyes lighting up and they, they really got it. And, and um, just, just judging from, just judging from the types of questions I got, I would say to you that this was the first time anyone had ever considered changing water the way we were approaching it. It was that light bulb moment, you know, wow. oh, wow, I get it. So that was fun. It was fun to watch that. Did you see that, Ivan, did you see that as disruptive? No, it's uh, disruptive means that it, uh, innovative, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was understanding different <laughs> English. <laughs> he, he jokes with me. I he speaks in Spanish was, and he was, speaks in English. Right, okay. Yes, I was thinking distractive. And then I understood this is disruptive. Okay. Yeah, yes, like the headmaster very... says, go to the corner. <laughs> exactly. No, it was very, very disruptive. And the, the people after that created groups with Ken and they jumped into Ken after the presentation and they were asking individual questions and so on. And, and also Ken had the opportunity to come home and to have some you know, food delivered by Bella, hand, handmade food. And I think he also enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, dessert, is, uh, that dessert was pretty phenomenal. Thank her again. Um, okay, I can do that. Over over an hour, over an hour, um, we stood there. Long after our presentation was over, we stood there for at least an hour. Would you say, uh, Ivan? Yes, and, and they and, had and just questions. It was really yeah. Simple. They they assigned twenty five minutes to thirty minutes to the presentation, and the total time was like one hour and twenty minutes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys. It's well done. And of course, I think we're going to do more of these. Uh, I think this is a great way to, to present our vision. And, uh, you know, these, these are, these were Puerto Rico crypto people. Which yeah. Is, big know, time. We survived. So well done. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm going to quickly cover, um, you know, the participating in our future future part, which uh, of course Ken knows all about. And um, I'm not going to get it deeply into it, um, but uh, we, you know, we there's a couple ways to participate in what we're doing. Uh, one is to help develop the Water on Demand program, and it has very good, uh, incredible leverage, which uh, Ken will be able to discuss with you. And then we have um, the Series V. Now that is very interesting because that is a way for people to go into a protected uh, subsidiary that we've created that um, gives not only this, um, you know, leverage and good stock leverage, et cetera, but also security of being a senior creditor and also percentage net profits for up to 25 years. Now, as I keep saying to people, you don't want to wait 25 years. That's why we have the crypto. So you can essentially cash out at some discount. <clears throat> so that's what that's about. And Ken really has the full picture. He's been very deeply involved. He's the co-inventor on the H2O um, token. And he, he was very material to creating this vision and he can definitely talk. So oc.gold slash Ken is the address to speak with him. And I invite you all to talk to him.
So, um, and uh, I have, um, you know, uh, um, Rick Garcia says, very well done guys. Well, coming from you, Rick, that's super cool because you're, you're our tech guy. Um, and if, if you have any questions, um, again, talk to Ken talk, uh, or email invest at originclear.com. We'd love, the more feedback we get, the better. The more we hear from you, the better. It's very, very important. So don't be strangers and uh, no, ask, ask the questions. So again, I want to thank Ken and Ivan for having done this great event down in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, you've now had a vision of what has led up to this realization. And finally, this technology dovetailing called the DAO, the DAO, um, which of course is the way in, in, uh, in the East, uh, which is interesting, but um, a decentralized autonomous organization is really how this thing is going to change the world, I believe, without us having to be the overwhelmed managers of it and raising hundreds of millions of dollars it's self-funded. It's a beautiful thing. So thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate it. And um, with that, I'm going to end the evening and invite you to come next week. We've had big breakthroughs with Progressive Water. And um, Mike Jenkins, the president of sales at, at Progressive Water, will be on to tell us about it. It'll blow your mind. Modular Water last week was huge. Now Progressive Water, which was kind of just maintaining a level has now gone into a whole new level and it's very exciting what's happening. He's going to report on that. So please show up next week. You're going to love it. Sharon Skonetsky says, very interesting and well done. Thanks. Thank you, Sharon. I love that kind of feedback. Even though I'll, I'll take negative feedback, I love positive stuff too. So thank you all. Have a great weekend and we'll talk soon.